Welcome to the Brunch and Slay podcast, your weekly dose of inspiration. Well, we remember that if she can, I can, we all can. I'm your host, Amira Sane, founder of Brunch and Slay, a lifestyle brand created to inspire women to live their best life every day. Welcome back. It's me, Amira, and this week is all about delectable sweet goodness. I have joining us founder and CEO of Make Your Life Sweeter, Miss Yasmin Tadida, who is a Texas woman who is killing it and making a way for herself in the life. And under her brand, she carries Fluff Pop, Hot Poppin', Sugar Air, and Mod Sweet. She is a single mom of the most gorgeous little ray of sunshine. He is the cutest little boy ever. You have to follow her to see all their escapades around the globe. She's worked with brands that you'll recognize, like from Forbes to Facebook, Neiman Marcus, you name it. She is a woman on a mission who's doing it with excellence, and I'm so happy to have her joining us today. Hi, Yasmin. How are you? Hi. How's it going? Pretty good. Pretty good. I'm so glad to finally connect with you. You have been blazing some trails and kicking butt and taking names all over the globe. So I am so happy to have you. Well, we're so excited to be here today. (laughs) Yeah. So let's jump right in. For those folks who haven't had the privilege of tasting any of your delicious goodies, uh, why don't we jump right in and you just tell us how, you know, uh, Life is Sweeter came to be. Thank you. So the company is called Make Your Life Sweeter, and what we're our goal in life is to just make life sweeter for our clients. So um, we have a variety of different brands. We have Fluff Pop, which is a mini artisanal cotton candy brand. We have Hot Poppin, which is a gourmet popcorn brand. We have Shiger, which is a carnival-sized cotton candy made organic, gluten-free, vegan, kosher, um, but comes in really fun flavors. And then we just launched a new brand called Mod Sweets, which takes all of our fun sweet treats to the um, retail market, and we launched it with Neiman Marcus. So we were in 42 Neiman Marcus stores, and um, I think we're there until the beginning of February. It's mainly for holiday. Yummy. And oh my gosh, you guys are going to have to definitely look at the show notes and be able to go to the site because when you see all the array of flavors for Mod Sweet, oh my goodness, I cannot wait to taste the deliciousness. Thanks. (laughs) So what is your background? So I was in corporate America uh, for 10 years. I actually was the corporate director of HR for the largest hotel company in New York City for the last five years before starting um, Fluff Pop. So um, I really worked on, you know, employee engagement programs, recruiting, development, career planning, um, unfortunately, terminations, new hires, you know, um, all, all the stuff from an HR perspective, um, decided to leave my corporate career um, in 2013. My son was three at the time. I became a single mom when he was six months old, um, but decided to, to make a change in my career path. And try this little idea called Fluff Pop. I actually created the machine and was tinkering around with it and ended up getting the U.S. patent on mini cotton candy pops. And the business has just grown since then. We were very blessed to, to add a new company and new brand every year. Yeah. I mean, I love how you glaze over that process, but we all know that's no <laughs> small feat. First of all, patent. And how did you know or when did you know that you had something viable from idea to leave in corporate America? Because that's that's a huge step. Yeah, I think that I just decided at some point in, in you know, uh, that I was just going to take the leap of faith. I, I'm really not 
you know, the personality type where I would do something halfway. I'm just like, if I'm going to do it, it's going to be right. It's going to be done the right way. And that's really my goal is to always make sure that we're going to, you know, you invest your time in something, but then you do it right. So um, that was something, a decision that I said, you know what, I put away enough money um, and saved some money that I can actually go through and create something. And if it doesn't work in three months, I'll go back and, and work a corporate job. Okay, so you definitely had it planned. Uh, and now you travel a lot. How do you, and you travel a lot internationally too. Right. How do you keep a pulse on your business when you're constantly in the air and on to the next project? I have a great team. I mean, I can't, I would never be where I am, you know, without the team that I have. The first year um, in business was, was pretty lonely. I mean, I pretty much did everything by myself with the help of people that would help me with events. But um, a majority of the business uh, development and planning, I did myself. And then, you know, year two, I, I added some people. And we've had, you know, some great people that have joined the team and people that still help us out here and there. And then we have a good team that's just, you know, um, our full-time team that, that I get to interact with every day. And, you know, we don't always have to be in front of each other to get work done. So we're, we're good at working remotely when needed. Yeah, I think that's, I don't want to say the wave of the future. I've worked remotely for almost, well, definitely over 10 years. And I definitely think if more companies would embrace it, they would get a lot more done. And so it creates a better work-life balance. Right. And it just um, shows that you trust your employees. I mean, I, of yeah. course, it's hard for for the new millennial generation to understand what a work from home schedule looks like. And, you know, you also as a boss have to make sure that you're planning that out for them. You know, my team is really good at, okay, what, you know, before, you know, 8 a.m. or before 9 a.m., they'll send me a note. These are the things I'm going to work on today. Halfway through the day, they send me a recap. And then towards the end of the day, they follow up with everything that was done and was not done. So it's been a really good, um, you know, learning process for me to teach people how to work from home. Oh, yeah. And then with you having your little guy so much, and I know he travels with you. Is he homeschooled? No, he actually has a great school and his 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 teachers are really great. And um, the principal is really amazing and they, they take good care of us. So, you know, as long as he stays up to date on his work, um, we may have to fluctuate. Um, you know, schedules a little bit compared to other parents. Um, but I mean, it's it's very difficult and different being a single parent. I mean, I'm I'm basically the mom and the dad, and you know they they are very understanding. Thank goodness for for our situation. Yeah. Now, where are you based? Um, we have a corporate office here in Dallas. Um, we have a commercial kitchen and an office space and a warehouse in Dallas, and um, most of us are in the office every single day. Um, I try to let my team work from home every once in a while, but, you know, we, we get way more done when we're in the office, to be completely honest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So what made you come to Texas? Were you from Texas and then living in New York, or? No, we actually all lived in, um, we all actually lived in um, Dallas. Um, only the sales team lived in New York um, because it was cheaper to have employees in, in Dallas. So we'd fly back and forth. Ah, okay. Now you have, like you said, you've launched a new product every year. So what does your goal setting look like? Because you are obviously laser focused. How do you stay on task? What does that look like for you? Oh my God. It's so hard to stay on task because I get distracted so easily. I mean, I think I've been working on like nine projects today all at the same time. And then 
And then I'm like, I need to stop and have this and do this podcast and then and then get back and, and do a good job of really planning out my day a little better. What I've been trying to do is every night before I go to bed, um, I sit in my office and I actually write down things that I want to accomplish tomorrow. Um, and that's actually really helpful for me because it gives me a little bit um, of clarity when I wake up in the morning as to the things that have to get accomplished today. And of course, you know, when you're the CEO of a company, you also have the the challenge of making sure that you're keeping all your employees on task. So that that can definitely be, um, you know, from my standpoint, a little bit of, of, of a challenge because I'm always making sure that my team is, uh, you know, staying on task with what they need to do. But I think one thing that I, you know, um, try to encourage people is, you know, planning the night before, um, when you wake up in the morning, taking about 15 minutes of, of meditation, um, doing some sort of inspirational reading, uh, you know, some relaxation. And then every day I try to schedule um, a hopeful appointment. So something that will help, in, you know, either um, develop me or change me or, or help the company or change the company um, to grow and develop. I like that. I don't know if I've ever heard that one. No, <laughs> well, you seriously. Know, it, it's really important because, you know, you you may have a hopeful appointment. You know, I, I, I try to do a good job of setting up appointments with my mentors. And and, and it could, could even be somebody that's younger than me that is inspiring to me. Um, and that may even just be a phone call, right? So mm-hmm. um, setting up those appointments so every day you are – you know, the days that you have meetings, you tend to be a little bit more on your game than the days you have nothing else planned. Um, so how do you make sure that you stay on top of, of your goals and your settings? Um, but it's, it really, to me, has, has a big part of who you surround yourself by. So if you show up with your team, and a helpful appointment could even be meeting with your team that morning um, to try to, 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 to get through some sort of a goal or, or you know, fix a problem. Um, and when your team sees that you're on point and you're, you know, in a goal setting mood, um, they're going to be the same, right? Mm-hmm. So um, it's it's encouraging and inspiring the people around you, but then also getting inspiration from others. Yeah, yeah. So is there, I know you probably have lots of little tools and tricks that you use just to get things done, but is there a software or something that you just can't live without that makes everything kind of easier for you? Um, I mean, there's tons of software that I use that, that does that that helps me on, but to be honest, daily, um, I am, am a note taker. And so, um, I have a very weird way of keeping everything organized. And it's funny because I always meet new clients that are like, I need one of your notebooks because I basically create a custom notebook that is tailored directly to me. So it has like six or seven tabs. And, you know, for me specifically, my, my notebook is, is sectioned into like a new client section. I have like an accounting section. I have a recruiting section because I'm always recruiting people. I have a project section and then I have a daily task section. And for me, it's really important, um, to, um, keep everything organized instead of just by date because I can go through and see all the new clients I've spoken to just in the last month. So I have a weird way of keeping things organized, um, but then it also helps me go back and say, okay, well, who did I talk to yesterday from a client perspective? Have I followed up with them today? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm definitely a note taker too and keeping everything, but I've never done the tap. So I'm getting a lot of nuggets from you right yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that, uh... you should definitely add that to something you're doing because a lot of us still like to see things. I use my calendar for sure. I'm always oh, like, yeah. I mean, my whole it. life yeah. is calendar based. I mean, every minute of every day is planned out, but, um, 
you know, that, that definitely has, has a helpful part to it. But for me personally, I have to like, you know, just like you have your, your Google Chrome up with 17 different tabs. I personally need, um, you know, everything kind of set up that way, um, so that I can be successful. And that's kind Mm -hmm. of what's always kind of helped me. And it's something that you, you learn yourself, um, once you're doing something for a while, you know what helps keep you organized. And of course, there are sometimes when I fall off the bandwagon. But um, my goal is really to make sure that I am I'm trying to be the best that I can be for my team, uh, my family, and then my clients. Oh, yeah. So is there an area right now that you feel like you're lacking in? Is there something that you know you just got to, it's got to be moved up on your priority list? Oh, like a thousand things. So yes, <laughs> I mean, that's every day. I mean, and that's something that you should always have on your on your list before you go to bed, right? So, you know, today I have nine things on my list um, and it's sitting right in front of me on a cute piece of paper that I wrote last night and um, I've only done three. So that's a problem. So, you know, it's halfway through the day. Um, I'm actually fasting today too. So it kind of, um, you know, I try to, to do uh, things spiritually that help me grow and develop personally as well. So um, when you're fasting, you tend to be either super hyper-focused or not focused at all. <laughs> so um, today is one of those days where I'm actually trying to be super hyper-focused. But, um, you know, as a, as a business owner, accounting is a really big part of my business. And um, I hate it. And I am the one that, you know, has to work with it with my team to make sure that we're getting paid on time. So today that was, to be honest, one of the biggest issues is, you know, getting clients to pay on time, but doing, you know, requesting payment in a respectful manner. Exactly, exactly. So, you know, in the spirit of brunch and slay, what area in your life are you absolutely slaying right now? Oh my God, I don't know that I'm slaying in anything, but um, I'll, I'll be honest. I think every day is a blessing and I think that I, I'm one of those people that I don't think I'm perfect at anything. I think I'm kind of good at a few things, but I'm not perfect at anything. So for me personally, I am always looking to grow and develop. You know, people say, you're such a good mom. And then I like fall apart with my son, you know? (laughs) So, I mean, I just, I think that um, for me personally, I find that there's room for improvement with every single part of my life. Um, something that I'm really spending a lot of time on this year is really trying to grow and develop new entrepreneurs. And I have about six new clients this year that I brought on. Um, we get a lot of requests for it where, you know, can you, um, I have an, I have a consulting business that helps new entrepreneurs and it's something I really enjoy doing. And so, um, being there for them, you know, um, has been something that has been, has been really great. Um, we got a, we've gotten a lot of media attention, you know, the last few weeks, which has been really amazing. We're in the magazine um, where women create business, which is one of the the top selling magazines at Barnes and Noble right now. So if it's still in stores, I went yesterday and there were a few copies left. But you know, it's a it's a really good piece that they did on on the whole company um, wow. and the growth of the company. Congratulations! Thank you. It's like an eight page spread, which is crazy. Um, but they, um, you know, it, it's it those things really are uplifting to me. But that doesn't mean that I don't try and get you know five more for for the next quarter. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it never ends. It never ends. But right. you are slaying. And I can tell you're one of those folks, you know, in that moment, you might not realize what an accomplishment it is. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, to, to I mean, making business... it to making it to five years, I think is is probably the biggest accomplishment I've I have, um, which was a few weeks ago. And, and, and you know, that I, I can't even believe that I'm I've been in business for five years. 
Well, happy anniversary. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so now with your new line, Mod Suite, how did that idea come about? Or is that something you always had in the back of your mind? So it's always been in the back of my mind to start something that was available for retail consumption. But on the other hand, um, and I don't know if you can hear my phone constantly ringing, but we are just, our, our lines are forever ringing of people asking where they can buy, buy stuff. And um, just an example is, is somebody that just called three times while we've been on, on this um, podcast and it's somebody's asking, you know, they also texted me, they've left three voicemails and they have sent an email um, in the time that we've been on the phone just asking where they can buy cotton candy today. And it's just like when people need it, they want it right then and then, and it's, we're a very instant society. Um, but my brand was built on creating experiences for people that they cannot buy in stores. So for four years, we really, really honed in on creating something that was a luxury item that people would have to be invited to a party or they would have to be gifted. Um, so it's something that somebody spent time and energy either buying for you. Um, and so it was more of this exclusive gift. Um, and, and for years I'm like, when am I going to launch a brand that's going to be available for retail consumption, but still exclusive. And so I was able to partner up with Neiman Marcus this year, um, to be able to launch that brand. And we're super excited. We're going to be launching the brand. Um, so it launched in every Neiman store, 42 stores across the country, um, in November. Um, and, and now my exclusivity period is over. So we're looking at, um, maybe five stores, boutique stores per city, um, to launch the brand in all over the, all over the country. So that's the goal. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. It's really, that's really exciting. And the flavors, how do you come up with those flavors? Usually it's things that I think that clients like, or they ask about, um, or things that I like, or somebody on my team loves. Like I love truffle oil and everybody makes fun of me. Cause I like, we go to a restaurant and there's truffle on the menu and they know that's something I'm going to order. Um, <laughs> so, you know, that's where the black truffle came from. Um, I love, you know, cool colors and, and flavors. And so it's really creating things that look cool, but aren't bad for you. Um, mm -hmm. and that's really kind of how we've been able to grow the business. So as a, as a mover and a shaker and a lady who is still on trend, I mean, you even have unicorn flavored popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> what is your current theme song? Like what's that, what's that song or what, or even station? What is it that you, that peps you up and gets you in the zone? Oh my God, that's so funny that you asked that. Um, it's usually Beyonce, but um, I I try my best to um, change it up. So it's really funny because I've been, I listen to a lot of um, bachata, which is Spanish music. Mm -hmm. And so the last few weeks I've been listening to a lot of bachata because I, I speak fluent Spanish and it just also gets me, um, gets my Spanish kind of refreshed every day. Um, mm -hmm. And I, my team basically dictates what we listen to in the office. So, um, you know, there, there's, there was a Taylor Swift week where we listened to Taylor Swift for an entire week. Um, we've got a lot of Drake um, fans at the office. And so um, we listen to a lot of music at the office. And we also like a fun place watch a lot of, we watch a lot of movies and, and TV. And, you know, we're kind of, because, you know, a lot of times we're doing things, if it's packing popcorn, it's just, you know, all of us sitting around, you know, not sitting around, but like, you know, standing there packing popcorn. Um, and it, it just, it's labor intensive. So you have to make sure that you're still, you know, pepped up while you're working. Yeah, love that. Now, I didn't know about your consulting company, and it makes total sense. But as a minority woman, do you feel that's your obligation? Do you think that's where the passion comes from for wanting to help other entrepreneurs or just as a woman, period? Um, 
you know, I'm really big on if you're good at something, you know, you should share it with others. Um, I've, I've met, unfortunately or fortunately, I've met a lot of consultants that are not great. And I feel like people just get um, coerced into using them because they may have a cool title or they may have a cool name and they're not really great at what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I see so many new entrepreneurs just get killed by investing their money in something because they thought somebody was going to help them. And it kills me. And so for me, I'd rather be that person that can can help these new entrepreneurs. And it's hard when you start off. You don't have a lot of money. You don't have um, somebody supporting you. Everybody needs someone to hold them accountable. So, you know, on Monday mornings, I'll usually send a text to a lot of my clients and say, um, where are you on your task list? You know, let me know if we're still set to meet on this day. Um, because, you know, they and then they'll send back, oh, I've, you know, I bumped into one of my clients at a gala on Saturday night and she's like, I did the um, competitor analysis and I've, I've changed my whole entire vision for the company. And I'm like, that's exactly why I asked you to do it. Um, how many competitors did you find? She said five. And I said, I, I need you to have 20 before Wednesday. So you got to get on that. You know, you have to know who's out there. You have to know your comp set so you know how to grow and, and expand your business. And competition is really healthy. Um, usually people are very scared to open it up and see who who their competition is. So um, for me as a minority business owner, I think I don't really look at myself that way specifically. I um, I feel like I should get to play in the same circle as everybody else um, because I, I feel like, you know, we're just as um, talented, if not more, and we have more things against us, to be honest. Um, being a single mom is... is even more challenging. I mean, clients that want to go have dinner or want to, you know, um, meet up at nine o'clock at night to have, you know, just a, a, a quick meeting. I can't do that because my son goes to bed at eight thirty. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I'm, I'm a full-time mom. I'm not one of those part-time. I have a nanny, um, you know, or part-time in the sense that my son is, um, with somebody else a majority of the day. I'm, I'm, I want him to be involved in the business and be a part of us. So, um, I'm very blessed to have that opportunity. Wow. So backing up, that was excellent advice. Uh, you, you're giving a lot of nuggets. So I hope <laughs> everybody's, you know, with what you're telling your uh, your folks as a consultant, competition is healthy, you know, yeah. and knowing who, and I think it's great to know the person where you want to be. Like they, that should be your, what you're aiming toward. You yeah. Know, or who like you want to be better than. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm monitoring them on Facebook. I'm monitoring everything. And I think that's excellent advice. And a lot of times we tend to run away from things that will make us uncomfortable or call us on a carpet. And, right. you know, I think it's important, like you said, to be held accountable. So in your career so far, I know you have hiccups every day, I'm sure. What's been something that's been a huge challenge for you? And how have you pivoted for the better? Um, I've got a lot of copycats, and so that can be definitely be a challenge for us. Um, and picking up their pieces is, to be honest, a, a challenge because we get calls all the time of, hey, I called this company, I paid them, they said they were going to deliver, and I'm in New York, and my stuff hasn't arrived yet. Can you help me? So picking up the pieces from people that copied you is, to be honest, a very big challenge for mine. Um, and we never, ever badmouth any of our competitors. It's really important to me that everybody makes mistakes. Um, just pick up the pieces and, and show that you can do it. Don't You don't have to show that you're better than anybody else. But, you know, try your best not to be so offended by the competitors um, that copy you. Um, it is, I'll be honest, it, it, it's hurtful to see something that you created um, you know, on Instagram and somebody that 
ends up having more followers than you acts like it's their own um, is, is definitely a challenge. But I think, like I said before, competition's healthy and you've got to just embrace it and, and be able to grow and develop. Another thing that's, I think, a challenge for me um, specifically is really, um, for, for me, it's, it's growing the business the right way, um, not taking every piece of business that comes your way. It's easy to say, yes, oh my God, I have employees, I have to pay the bills, I have to, I, I just need every single piece of business. But if it's not in alignment with your brand and your strategy, you've got to let it go and it'll come back at the right time. Whoa, hello. Okay, so I love that. And especially with the, I don't want to say, well, yeah, copycats or especially in this, in this realm that you're in, you've created a space that wasn't really there before and you've mainstreamed and you've done well with it. And I'm sure there's a ton of folks out there who feel like, oh, I I, I make popcorn or yeah. I've made cotton candy. It's not that you're offended by that, but I just want to know how do you or what effort do you do or use or practice to make sure that your brand is not even in the same conversation? Because a lot of times when people don't know, they may have a bad experience with said brand or said person. And you're trying to make sure they know, yes, I do this, but I do it with excellence. Right. How do you, is it just reputation speaks for itself? Or are you doing something in particular to make sure that they know that you are the one? Uh, that they come that's to? called the hustle. And <laughs> that's called like, I tell my team, literally I say this almost every single day. It doesn't matter who was first to the race. It matters who wins. Mm -hmm. Because we were first to the race by a long shot, first to the race. Um, and seeing people on their website the other day, I saw somebody and it said the original gourmet cotton candy. Like, are you kidding me? Like right mm -hmm. now, like I was in business a year before you, but that's fine. I don't care. Like that, that's fine. If you feel that you're the original, um, we want to win the race. I don't want, you know, I, I, that's the, that's where we are. So how do you win the race? You diversify, you grow. You also show your clients that you're going to be the best of the best out there no matter what. So when they want perfection, you give that to them. And it's not just perfection, it's service. Mm -hmm. um, it's making sure that they, you know, I had a client call this morning that, that's buying um, our, a bunch of gift boxes and she's giving Barry Manilow tickets to her clients. Um, in our gift box, like they're going to open up this gift box with cotton candy and then at the bottom there's going to be Barry Manilow tickets. And, you know, she is so excited about this. And for us, it's just like a regular order. Um, and I called her this morning and, and had a little chat with her and she was just so thrilled that I took the time as the owner. She, she couldn't believe that she was on the phone with the owner. Um, and I was like, of course, you know, I, I love to call clients and, and chat through and see, you know, how your day's going and make sure that we get you everything that you need for tomorrow. And it's those little things that, that you can do and it has to be genuine. Um, mm -hmm. Building relationships with people, it has to be genuine. Um, and that's, that's really how you get to where you, you really need to be with the business. I agree. I agree. So if you could have brunch with one person, no matter who, dead or alive, who would it be? Wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, can I say Tupac? Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Yes. I, I'm, Is that you know, I got excited because I just I, finally watched the movie this weekend and I was a huge Tupac fan. So, yes, me too. love it. Um, I would, I would just want to pick his brain and see kind of, you know, but I mean, he would be one. And then um, another would probably be, um, I, I think this is so cliche because everybody probably says this, but um, Princess Diana, I would want to, I would want to, okay, 
I would want to, um, I think she was just so good to the world, and, um, but she also had so many people that hated her, um, that were close to her. So I would just want to, I would want to understand kind of how she, you know, she, I think she's a pretty, pretty inspiring person. Um, everybody wants to meet Ellen, so I mean, come on. <laughs> um, so, you know, the Oprah, the Ellen, but, you know, I, I would be, I'm, you know, I learn something from every single person I have brunch with, which is so strange, but um, I, one thing that I think is important when you ask that question and when people answer it is um, you become like the five people you spend the most amount of time with. And so I really try my best to surround myself by people that are going to make me better and bring positive energy to myself and my son and my, my life. And so I've done a better job as I, as I get older is, okay, who's going to make me better in the world of, you know, leadership, spending time with that person. Who's going to make me better in the world of being a mom. Who's going to make me better at health. Who's going to make me better at fitness. Um, and trying my best to schedule that schedule my life around inspiring people that, may just be, you know, a regular person to everybody else, but to me inspires me in, in different ways. No, I love that. And, and that's taking charge. That's all taking charge of your life and your future and owning right. it. And there's definitely so many nuggets from this episode. I cannot wait to share this with the audience. So where can people find you and support you? Um, we are at makeyourlifesweeter.com. And um, you can actually go online and, um, like I said, makeyourlifesweeter.com. And you can um, find all of our cool brands there. We're also on Instagram, Make Your Life Sweeter, um, or myself. Um, I feel like I do a better job at posting. Um, and it's Yasmin Tadia on Instagram. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Yasmin. I truly appreciate you taking time out of your hectic day. Uh, to share a little wisdom and some motivation with the Brunch and Slate audience. And I'm wishing you so much success and can't wait to see where you uh, take the Mod Suite brand and where you'll be next. Well, I am super excited to be um, a part of the group. So I, the Brunch and Slate group is pretty amazing. So um, we just have to kind of stay in touch and see what we can do for each other too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope that you enjoy this show as much as I did. And if you did, you know what I'm going to ask. Be sure to share it on all your social media platforms, even email it. Make sure you're subscribed to Brunch and Slate. If you're already subscribed, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast, be sure to go ahead and click whatever platform you're listening to this on and subscribe. And don't forget to review. Reviewing helps us grow and make sure that stories like this about girl bosses like Yasmin and powerhouses get heard by other women who need to hear it. So support us by also looking at the show notes and you can see how you can support the show. So thank you. And until next time, I'm Amira and this is Brunch and Slay.